Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. seems to get involved, doesn't he? I'm telling you, too many coconuts have hit him right on top of the skull. Well, I think uh, Anthony will be a great acquisition. He can do it all. Avery, whose show is this? for an hour I apologize. Nah, you good. but we started um, early so whatever I'm <laughs> so winning time at this point is um in its second season and i i would say the second season has really toned it down i think like i think the first season was a lot edgier the second season is is um a lot more positive in the portrayals of of various people and i think it's worse for it um, I, I haven't been as entertained in the second season as I, as I wasn't with the first, um, it's the rare instance where sex, drugs, and alcohol have actually been removed from a show or from a story. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't understand that, that, that like choice, um, dramatically, there are still good parts of it. Like the performances are still really good. Um, yeah, I, I I think the actors are doing the best with what they're what they've been given to work with, but like the the dramatic choices that they've made in this season, I just I can't I can't wrap my head around. I don't I they're trying to make it so that like they're trying to show growth in ma- in in magic, um, without showing what he's growing from. You know, it doesn't. It, there's a line from um from Jeff Perlman's book where they're talking about the sexual exploits of those Lakers. And, you know, one former teammate of Magic Johnson called Magic the biggest slut in L.A. back then. And it, and it's just like, uh, if you're going to show Magic, like, realizing and recognizing that Cookie is a person that he needs in his life and that she can be this steadying force and she can be this impetus for maturity, cool, but you got to show the immaturity that, that he needs to grow from. And I just, it, it's been really weird to me that, they've really kind of lionized magic when he wasn't like the best version of himself during the stretch of his life. So I, I haven't read um, Jeff's book or listened to it, the audiobook as, as you are currently doing. Um, and really good. And I wasn't around um, 
I mean, my father's side of the family, my dad's side of the family uh, was in Pasadena. So I was here, but I didn't like I didn't grow up here. So um, so I am not as like I'm going to use this word. <laughs> it's funny. I am not as intimately familiar with these stories mm-hmm. um, as, you know, people that that are L.A. natives and, and were around during those times. So I'm wondering if. Because I agree with you, there does seem to be a shift in edginess, let's say, from season one to season two. And I am wondering if those are just dramatic choices that the writers have made um, for the purpose of the story, or if they have taken like, or if it's more calculated than that, I guess, Um, you know, whatever, whatever pressure they felt or whatever people were the people who who disliked it um that they dislike they dislike their portrayal in it um who were very vocal about it in the first few weeks of of season 1 when season 1 was out um i'm wondering if they are have succumbed to that pressure um or if they are just making story choices that i agree with you though that like seem less interesting um i i really enjoy it um i agree that the the second season has not been as good i don't know if that is because you know of some of those choices that have been made or if this uh subject matter is just not as compelling as the subject matter of the first season i also i don't watch i don't watch sports movies um, documentaries I do, but like mm-hmm. sports movies or sports shows, I generally don't watch. And it's because, especially basketball, it's because it is a story around basketball. Like without the basketball, without the on-court stuff, none of this exists and it's not interesting. And you can't show basketball without basketball players. Like actors just, they just yeah. can't. And so I have, this season I've been struck because there's been, I think, more of it. I've been struck by kind of just how phony. And look, I've been around the NBA, like, I don't know how many thousand NBA games or whatever up close with it. This has been most of my adult life has been the NBA. Um, And a lot of my life in general has been about basketball. And I just, I've been struck in the first, whatever, three or four episodes of this season, even more than last season of just how phony the on court stuff has felt. And so that kind of, pulls me out of the you know being like there's times like uh magic and dr bus will break the fourth wall right which is like yeah all certain times like talking talking to the audience um yeah as opposed to like being in the scene and which is fine i think that's been kind of you know whatever whatever you think of that that's been i think it's been good whether you like it or not i think it's been done well but the idea of all of this stuff is that you feel like you're immersed in it, right? When you're watching it, you feel like you're in that world and you're watching something happening as it's happening. And they do a good job of that using like camera techniques and, you know, putting filters and whatever. So it looks like it's on film and it looks like it's grainy. Like it's been, you know, it's in the the seventies or maybe that's just my TV's not any good. No, watch it in your foyer on the the 85 inch. Um, so all of those things are done to try to like bring you into that world. Um, 
and then this season I've been struck by like the in-game scenes. The basketball scenes have been really bad, in my opinion. It just felt phony. And so then that pulls me out. That makes me real recognize that it's fake and like pulls me out of it. Um, so I haven't really, I, that's been not great to me. Um, but I, I do, I, I do agree that this season is a little bit less edgy. Um, and I do think this show is less interesting or worse off because of it. I just am not sure if that is just choices that have been made or this subject matter isn't as, as compelling as the first season or, they felt some sort of pressure to kind of tone down the edginess or the sex, drugs, and rock and roll because of the feedback. It seemed like last season they loved, you know, everybody that had a problem with it because it was just more pub for them. And, and due to the strike, I guess, or the, the strikes um, I've seen, I've seen Jeff uh, who (laughs) interviewed me for uh, his Bo Jackson book. Um, I've seen him on Twitter, you know, kind of trying to make sure that when people are watching, they're letting other people know to try to, you know, keep the momentum of the show going and keep it keep it going for more seasons, which I don't know has been has been decided yet. Uh, maybe because of the strike. Um, but it seemed like during the first season, they liked that everybody was saying yeah. they hated their portrayals of it. So I would I don't think it's they've succumbed to that pressure but uh, uh, maybe i don't know it's come across that way um and the, the person who i think they might have succumbed to is magic actually presented by t-mobile the official wireless partner of odyssey sports with an awesome network and great savings there's never been a better time to join t-mobile visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today um Magic is like flat out one of the most powerful people in media. Like he's a he's a billionaire. He has friends in really high places and all of that stuff. And I could see uh because I think he said some stuff publicly, but I could see certainly privately um them saying, like, hey, we really need to cool it on this. I you know, I don't I don't want this out there on me. Um hilariously, right at the time that the first season was coming out, right? He just so happened to have a documentary airing for mm-hmm. for Apple, right? And the Lakers did the same kind of thing. And it, they were very uh, sure to say this is the real story from the people who lived it and in their own words and stuff. And it was, you know, it's like the just the latest chapter in this um, era of bad documentaries that we just have to live through. Um, but, but like, I, I actually thought it was, I, well, whatever. I didn't see magic. So I don't think, but I thought the Lakers one was good. I, well, but that's the thing though, is that like magic in his documentary was willing to say, yeah, I treated cookie like shit. I hmm. was not good to cookie. I, and he like, you know, kind of teared up when he was talking about it. And, and I'm like, if as part of his like PRified documentary, he's willing to go there and you know, explicably state how he treated. Explicitly state, yes. Yeah, whatever I said, yeah. Explicably, I don't know, maybe maybe he was explaining it, I don't know. Here's why. why. But like, if he's willing to to go there and the show that is dramatized isn't, that's a bad choice, in in my opinion. It's just like, that's that's just not 
wise. And, and yeah, I don't know if it's a public pressure thing. I don't know. HBO doesn't tend to like shy away from sex and stuff like that. They so do not. that is not like, I don't think that's an HBO thing either. So I'm not sure what led to the choices made thus far and maybe it'll change, but at this point, um, and you know, there's, there's still half of a season, I guess, to, to technically go through here. So maybe things will change, but at this point it hasn't really done it for me in the same way that, and I'm, I, I'm, I still plan on watching it. Yeah, I, I think it's been Jeff, good. Like, I just agree that it has not been nearly as good as the first season. Yeah, I hope I hope that they turn it around. I hope they continue to get seasons um, because I love the idea behind it. I hope that we get, like, if they execute this properly, I hope that we get dramatized versions of a lot of these stories in sports that I think can be really compelling. But, uh, yeah, in this one regard, I've been... I did like Larry Bird given given the uh, Indiana State practice, giving them 40 in cowboy boots and jeans. Yeah, I could see it, you know. Um, Bird, Bird's, the, the actor playing Bird is is really, really good. I, the cast is fantastic. Like, I, 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 I really like most of the portrayals. I think the dramatic choices have, have left uh, something to uh, be desired. All right, that is going to do it, though, for the Lakers and basketball stuff. I, we are going to spend, I don't know, 10 minutes or so talking about Ahsoka. Um, so if you want to catch the story that plays at the very end of it, jump to the very end of the show, rewind a few minutes back, and we're, you'll, you'll hear, like, Aaron's first time meeting Jen um, <laughs> as the story after, after the, the show. Ends. Um, and then... We're certain, and then, right? We're certain. Yeah, but, but for right now, this we're is going certain, to do we're it. We're certain I met her, right? We... I'm positive. Okay. Yeah. All mm -hmm. right. Um, story. I was driving that night, so I know that, like, you good know, story. I, I, yeah. Good story. Um, all right. So, Ahsoka. Yes. Um, I hate that I feel this way, but I don't like Rosario Dawson. Is I is what I was gonna say. Also, I just I, I, I hate yeah. that I feel this way. I hate. I, don't, I, don't I hate. Um, I Ahsoka was like such a a light character, and she, you know, even even in the face of like a brutal lifetime and. And and being mentored by the person who would eventually become Darth Vader, like, and and all of the trials and tribulations that come with that, she was still like this light presence, and she had this this um, engaging personality. And Rosario uh, Dawson plays her like a statue, like it's just so yep. boring and monotone. Yep. And, yep. and and I don't know if she's being told to do it that way. Um, like I don't, I don't know. I, I want to know at what point in Star Wars's run they decided no humor ever. We are never allowed to laugh in any of these shows, because uh, or movies. I, I the the original Star Wars trilogy is hilarious in moments. It's legitimately funny yeah, stuff. Yeah, it has like little campy. Yeah, um, yeah, and and like at some point it became so dark. The Star Wars universe became so dark that they were just like, we are doing away with any and all humor. And the, the attempts at it are just going to be so hacky that it, it doesn't even come across as funny. I This could be a funny show. Like, the, the Rebels, the, where these characters are based off of, like, we're, we're great, deep, fun, light characters. And they've just turned everything into, like, a bad caricature of Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight world. It's just so weird to me. Yeah, so I watched it last night, and... I actually thought it was really good. And um, I was very encouraged because this is Star Wars matters to me. Um, yeah. 
Which is surprising. I would have sworn this would have been white people stuff, but go. Star Wars just matters to me. Um, and so I wanted to, I hate, I, I didn't like the, um, I didn't like the prequel trilogy. Rewatching it, you know, more recently, I like it more. I still mm. don't love it, but I like it more. Um, the sequel trilogy needs to be killed with fire. Yeah. I just, it's the worst thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, so I wanted to be, <clears throat> once Disney took over, I, you know, they, they started releasing all of these, these shows that I wanted, I'm a, I'm a Star Wars nerd. Um, and I wanted to be into it. I wanted to watch. So I started watching all of these live action shows because they're Star Wars and I was very excited for them. Um, you know, Book of Boba Fett and Mandalorian and all that. And there were all these characters that would pop up that everybody would be like all excited. Oh my God, it's, it's so-and-so. And yeah. I didn't know who any of these characters were because I had only watched the movies. I didn't read any of the comics. I didn't read any of the books. I never seen any of the cartoons. So I started watching those because I wanted to care when these characters were mm -hmm. revealed. And so uh, I watched it's a the big lift. <laughs> oh, God. I watched the Clone Wars. I started it maybe two years ago and would watch it and was not all that compelled. <laughs> and then it would die down. And then like three months later, I'd be like, oh, shit, I got to watch it. So. I finally finished the Clone Wars and then watched Rebels, which I hated at first, and then it got okay. Um, I tried to watch Bad Batch and couldn't couldn't do it. And then I watched The Tales of the Jedi, which everybody likes, which I thought was terrible. So I have like my, my point in saying all this is like my my uh recognition of Ahsoka or my the imprint of that character on me is is recent. And so from the the animated version to this version, it was like, this doesn't, no, I don't, yeah. this doesn't, this doesn't. So I, yeah, I, I, that was the first thing I did. I did like the show. I thought they did a good job. Um, and I thought it was interesting. The first episode I thought was pretty damn good. The second one was kind of, eh. but the, my main takeaway was like, I don't think this is the right casting. And this is also going to be strange, but like, I also think that her, um, what she's wearing is weird to me because I'm so used to seeing the cartoons just like whatever in the last six months. She is, and admittedly, she, you know, was like a teenager in Clone Wars and all that and is yeah. like older now. But in that, like, she's wearing like, you know, like a little skirt and boots and this like halter top. And then this version is like, has these like Jedi robes and cloaks and such. And I'm like, and then the voice is different. So I'm like, it just doesn't feel like the same character to me. So I agree with that 100%. Yeah, I, and I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily a Rosario Dawson thing. Like I, I've seen her be more energetic on stuff, you know, like I liked her in Daredevil and I liked her in, um, in like that universe, you know, I, I don't, I don't know if she's being told to, to, act this way or whatever but like it reminds maybe me kind of she's older and obviously has gone through yeah what she's gone through and that has hardened her some but yeah she was like in the the cartoon she's very spunky and like yeah 
and she has an animated personality and she's like bubbly and bouncy and like always trying to take on the world by herself and do everything and yeah this yeah, is like I, a, it, like a and maybe it's just because it's an adult and people you know they mature and whatever but this does not feel like her. it reminds me of what they did with luke or to luke um where he would luke skywalker not no, yeah i'm afraid yeah but I, i'm about to get angry that's but well so in the original trilogy luke skywalker is this optimistic character and he is you know willing to fight for for the notion of the jedi and he mm-hmm. is you know um and 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 then when we see him again in the sequel trilogy he's just like i'm done with all of this i never want to see any of this ever again and and he's just it, it was just such a letdown and actually um you know the, the actor mark hamill all thank you uh also said yeah i was this surprised at this Luke. direction too this yeah. is not like this is and it reminds me, uh, you know, when I watch they what they're it, doing with Ahsoka. In, the, in the, the forums, like the weird the weird nerds, the Star Wars nerds, refer to that version of Luke Skywalker as Jake. Because it's just like, that dude's not Luke. Yeah. And and like with with uh, Ahsoka now, it feels very similar to what they... And, and again, it's just, I don't know when they decided that Star Wars had to be... Like, again, the original trilogy was a group of shoddy rebels who somehow banded together to take down an empire and yes. you know they the 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 light was in their characters and the levity was in their relationships and there was just like there was this hope that was undying that existed by way of the love that they had for each other and I just I watched this and I, there is none of that connection between any of these characters. None. And no. it's just it's the weirdest universal choice that Disney has made with Star Wars. Yeah, because that exists decided... in Rebels that existed. So Yeah. I, I in, in all of their life live action stuff, because like I, I love Rebels personally, you know. Um I love the the um the Clone Wars, it, some of the highest moments in those shows goes toe to toe with some of the highest moments in the Star Wars universe, period. It just takes a lot to get there. Um, and to see this character, Ahsoka is my favorite character in the universe, period. And yeah. and to see her turned into like this, where she's just this feels static, yeah. yeah, static, bored, boring version that I just, I just, I can't get behind i can't wrap my wrap my head around it's kind of like um i i know that you're not into this this is probably you're probably going to categorize this as white people stuff but um harry potter like after the run of the seven books they had this play come out it's and seven books yeah harry potter, how many movies books. is it eight oh because they split the seventh book into two movies um but after mm-hmm. after the the okay. Yeah, that's why people stuff, but go ahead. We were all we were all really excited. Everybody who were Harry Potter fans were really excited because they had okay. this play coming out. And the choice that they made with Harry Potter, the character, was that he was gonna be a terrible dad. Like this just just <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it was the weirdest fucking thing. Wait, do, do we need like do we need to get that deep exploration into he's like a high school kid, right? And he has like the little Basically, wand and it's a I mean, wizard like, something, like, right? Isn't yeah, that the, that's like, the premise of it, right? He's in like yeah. some like high school age school, right? 
Yeah, like it, it it goes it takes do you we, from like high school we, to early adulthood. Do we need yeah. to get like that deep into the character study of Harry Potter as a dad? Like that well, doesn't... so like they they fast forward all these years later and they catch back up with where the characters are at that point in their life. And for some reason, Harry, famously an orphan who would have done anything whatsoever, almost anything, uh, to to see his parents again and have that relationship again and loves the notion of family and fights for seven books of, uh, you know, for the notion of family and to, and to keep that love alive. Love is the key to like the entire, like beating the bad guy, the main bad guy. And like, like he goes through all of that. And then it's just like immediately somehow just turns into a shitty dad. Like it was just the weirdest choice but, to me that it, it didn't coincide at all with what we knew about this what character. What is the rest of this play? Is he just like going to his nine to five and like coming home and ignoring his kid? Like, yes. Yeah. It, it's like, well, like it, it, what? He's like beating, not like literally beating down, but like beating down, emotionally beating down one of his kids and his kids like winds up going to the dark side. And then like yeah, Harry has see to Harry Potter as like, a CPA just to begin with like what he's technically a cop um but what? like yeah uh, it's what it... I don't know so, anything about any of this but like yeah I don't know that we need to like dive like that cop. deep into a wizard cop yeah it's like it's all right it's a thing it's a whole thing but but like I, I he like he um yeah he, after going through and it's just you know um it's kind of like with with the sequel trilogy that came out, right? They you go through this entire rebellion and and they take out the empire, only to like five years later somehow go fall back into like having to fight the empire again. Yeah, we have it's no idea. Like, how, it's such uh, a weird choice, uh, yeah, you know, that they're making there. Be, it needs to be again. It needs to be killed <laughs> by fire. Uh, I literally yeah. want them to just do it over again. Just like, oops, our bad. These are no longer canon. Uh, we'll just do it again. We'll do another sequel trilogy. Our bad. Yeah, I, I, but I, I look. I'm, I'm still gonna watch it. I think eventually I they're think gonna too. turn it around. But, um, I, no, but I, I think it's, I think it's been better than I. So I agree with you about Ahsoka. But I think, um, as like how it's made and storytelling, at least in the first couple episodes, I think is probably the best thing that they've done at least it's the best live action thing that they've done um uh, some of the mandalorian was some of the early mandalorian stuff was all right i like andor uh, oh no I, that's right yeah andor's great um kenobi is fucking terrible that is yeah. fucking terrible um kenobi yeah, started it, like, okay but it just it dragged they made again weird choices in the middle of there that i just didn't understand I, i'm wondering if we're going to get uh some like kind of weird like cgi uh luke in in this you know because we got in the mandalorian or ahsoka that was the first time i'd ever seen i'm like everybody got all excited oh ahsoka and luke come together i'm like i i don't know who this is i don't know why i'm excited that ahsoka whoever this is is in a forest with luke but I don't it, was, know it was like so sad when we got that because again luke was this optimistic bright yes. character spunky character and then we got this subsided sad mopey character mopey luke and then yeah and then, hermit luke you know, yeah who like yeah and then and then we got Milking you know alien yeah for milk blue breast milk <laughs> and like spilling it on his scruffy beard yeah and throwing and the lightsaber weirdly, over like, you know what i'm getting angry now again 
the the weirdest part about all that was like he drank from that from that thing and then he like stared down ray be like judge me i dare you yeah and then the creature looked at her too like this is my man it was odd (laughs) very odd i I just fuck that trilogy i i want i want because it's what's her name kathleen kennedy right is the is the she's up out of there but she did she finally get fired because she need she needed to be gone she she been needed to yeah, because all every every choice that they've made on on her watch has been so sad, and they keep on having to have Dave Filoni come in and reset the timeline and get it back to what Star Wars can be. Just put him in charge, like just I get, mean, like I think it, it, he kind of is, but this is his show. Ahsoka yeah. is his show, and his character. Again, it's his character, but this is his yeah. baby, and. This is important. I mean, like none of this shit is important. But to those of us that care about Star Wars, this is important because I think if if Ahsoka is not any good, if this show is not any good, I think it's kind of maybe just done. I think like Star Wars in general just maybe is done. No, I don't think it'd be done. I think it'd be a hard reset. Like I think it'd be it'd be trading Russ. You know, by whom? Look, Disney paid way too much for Star Wars. And makes way too much off of Star Wars. They don't like, anymore. Well, yeah, but I'm saying, I'm saying, like, they did pay a, when you're when you four four billion something. When you're talking about like you know potentially fruitful IP, Star Wars is up there, and Disney is just not. It, they, there's no world in which they're just like, well, this sucks. This is over. No, 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 no. no. I mean, it's over. Like for those of us that care about it we have to recognize that it's not it anymore. Mm. It's not what it was. It's over for us. Like they'll still yeah. keep making garbage, yeah. but it's over for us. Like to me, this feels like the last chance for like, this can be something great still. Yeah. And, and it, it can look, we're two episodes in it's an eight episode. Run, I think it's been so good. Like, I think it's been, I give it like a, I give it a B. Yeah, I, I'll probably. I'll it, I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna call it like uh, the, your Lakers. The Lakers off double. Season. Yeah, I'll it's call a, it a leadoff double. <laughs> Which, according to my mentions, means that you're way too down on it. <laughs> I don't like. I don't like Rosario Dawson's portrayal. Yeah, yeah, me neither. All right, that is going to do it here of this extra long episode of the Lakers Lounge. Probably going to break this up into three parts. Ooh, um, is what we're is what we're probably going to do. So uh, until you guys hear that, and until you guys hear from me again, um, we are going to be uh, tipping off this season re-preview series that Harrison uh, hates, and and it is going to be at, it, it is going to exist that way specifically because Harrison hates the concept. Um, okay. That is going to air while I am back home. I am going to bring some recording stuff, so if something big happens i will record like an emergency lowdown and then as i said i will probably uh be you know reacting to and covering the fiba games like i talked about the other day as well so uh a lot of stuff still coming your way even though i'm heading out on vacation um should we do um yeah i'm gonna cook a bunch and we'll get everybody together and we should do like a nine person live show. Just everybody just. Those all. are so hard to host. Those are so. <laughs> yeah, of course. Those are so like. It, It'll be fun though. Cause I wind up being the point guard and I wind up like distributing the basketball and it is so hard to make sure everybody gets their no, we'll shots. Just all yell at each other. <laughs> no, everybody's going to yell at me. Cause <laughs> no, I'm actually just going to, I'm just going to referee and cook. 
Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll figure something out, but I, I look forward to seeing you in the next week or so, Aaron. And I look forward to, uh, to, to kicking off this, uh, season re preview series, which will probably air Monday will be the first episode of that. So until then I'm Anthony Irwin. That was Aaron Larsoul, and this has been the Lakers. Lake.